Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine and Botanica. I have a fabulous client uh, today. Her name is Yvonne and she is here to explore her astrological birth chart and hopefully get some of her biggest questions answered about how to move forward, what challenges she might have, and hopefully these planets can give her some insights. So welcome Yvonne. Thanks for being a part of the Rising Star Project. Thank you so much, Angel. I'm beyond excited and I'm so excited I finally get to be on after listening to so many amazing sessions and it's just like wow every session it's like oh wow that was incredible so I could not wait for it to be my turn thank you so much (laughs) all right so let's get into this so just because I already know a little bit about you because we've been together now for gosh I don't know if it's been over a year or has it been longer it feels like longer, but it's been less. That's yeah. so crazy. I think it's been less than a year even. So, so tell us a little bit, uh, you know, so our audience can get to know you. Who are you and what are you doing in the world? Well, my name is Yvonne and I'm a mama of three, wife, and I'm a fourth generation holistic mama. And um, I've been through this incredible healing journey and just kind of stumbled upon a lot of stuff. And one of the ways I realized I was on the right path is I've been able to slow down and reverse the vitiligo on my body. So I figured that was the clue that I'm on the right path to whatever it is that I'm doing, taking care of myself. And so I realized that, I mean, that did a lot for me. I wonder what it could do for other women who are going through maybe similar or, you know, maybe the same situation. But um, being an entrepreneur, there's, you know, a lot of stuff 
coming at you, you know, besides being mom and wife and entrepreneur, there's a lot of stuff coming at you. So I figured out a lot of stuff and put it together. So now I've, I realized my, my mission, my, my passion is to help other women, especially moms and entrepreneurs who want to move forward, but in a holistic way, they, they want to take care of themselves, but they want to feel good. And they want to be good inside and out, like look amazing, look, feel amazing and um, be able for them to share, you know, their purpose as well. Um, so that's kind of the path that I'm on right now. So I've been in it for a while, but now it's like I'm really diving in and zoning in. So which is why I wanted to be part of this podcast to figure out like where I mean, I'm, I feel like I am on the right path, but it's kind of cool to get a different perspective using my astrological birth chart. So I'm excited about that. Awesome. So, okay. So you have this holistic business helping other women. What is the challenge that we're going to focus on today? Is there something specific that you kind of are a little gray about that maybe you want some clarity around? I feel like I'm all over the place right now. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I want to do so many things and I'm having trouble zoning in. (laughs) I mean, I feel like I am, but at the same time, I feel like I'm all over the place. So I need some help. Okay. Well then we'll just let the planets and the stars and the moon and all this kind of guide us. I'll kind of do a general reading. And then, um, as I pause between, uh, each of the planets, feel free to chime in, ask questions, um, just so I can get some feedback to make sure that we're on the right path. Awesome. Okay, so we're going to start with the three main planets, uh, the sun, the moon, and your rising sign. So you, you probably already know that you have your sun in the sign of Taurus, your rising sign is in the sign of Scorpio, and your moon is in the sign of Sagittarius. Now, I feel like this is like such a good combination. Firstly, I always say that if Holistic Fashionista was a zodiac sign, she'd be a Taurus. And I often thought of that she would have like her rising sign as in Sag, but you have as your moon is in Sag, and then you have your rising sign in Scorpio. So I feel like just from looking at that, I can just tell that there's kismet between us as far as brands are concerned. But I want to show you what these planets mean to your business and how vital they are in the creation of your products and services, how you show up in the world and how you stay motivated and committed in order to achieve your, your goals. So firstly, the sun, as, as astrologers refer to, it's how you see yourself. Um, so in this case, you see yourself as Taurus. Taurus is an earth sign. This is the bull. Um, this is the He is ruled by Venus. He loves beautiful things. He loves to work hard. He's stubborn. But when I look at the sun, I look at it slightly different, especially when I look at it from a career standpoint or a business standpoint. I think of the sun as like your your secret sauce. You know, this is like the thing you're going to sprinkle on everything. It's the rays that are coming out from the sun, but it's not necessarily how other people see you. In this case, they see you as your rising sign. So in astrology, your rising sign represents how other people see you. So you see yourself as Taurus, but other people see you as Scorpio. So as we go through this reading, I want you to just keep in the back of your mind that Taurus is going to be the thing that you sprinkle. You're not going to necessarily lean in with Taurus you know, as people are getting to know you, you're going to actually turn up the dial on Scorpio. 
So if you're not currently showing up as Scorpio, you're missing out on how other people already see you. Now, why is this important? Because we are all walking humans, or hopefully all humans, not clones, <laughs> um, you know, being mirrors for each other. And so when someone sees you, Yvonne, they see Scorpio, they see this water sign, they see somebody who swims in the deep end of the pool. They see somebody with this hidden knowledge that you have something like a, a secret, if you will, about the mysteries of the cosmos, um, the, the, the key that unlocks a fruitful life, uh, the, the, um, the ability to understand human behavior on a very spiritual level. So if you're, I'm, I'm curious, are you currently leaning in with those attributes? Yes. I, I okay, feel good. like I am. That's, that's good. Okay, good. Because what's happening is, when they see you, like when you talk or you write a blog post or you get on Facebook Live or whatever you're doing to market yourself, when you're showing up, you might see yourself as Taurus, like I've got these goals, I'm full speed ahead kind of thing, but they're not seeing that. They're seeing somebody that um, is very much, uh, she's into, how do I say this? She's, in, she's a detective. She's in the investigator. It's like, she's like, you know, researching and she's trying to get to the root of something. And now what's happening is, is as you show up in the world and you start sharing these discoveries, your person is, it's like, she's all ears. Her eyes are like bright open. She's like, what is she going to tell me next? What mm -hmm. I want to know. And the reason this is important is because there's something about when you do that, when you act in that Scorpio energy, the person on the other hand receiving it, your kismet client, which we'll talk about a little bit later, is basically you're filling in a puzzle piece for that person, something that they're not aware of, something that they want more information about. So this becomes really one of the most important signs in your reading is if we can capture that, if we can see who is interested when I share my rabbit hole findings, you know, when I'm going down the rabbit hole in my own personal time and I actually share it with people, who are the people going, wow, can you tell me more about that? That's a cue that that is something that you need to talk more about. It's a cue as to who is, who's got the puzzle piece that you're filling in, you're filling in for. And they're basically raising their hand going, I think I want more of that, Yvonne. Can you tell me more? So likes, comments, um, people that reach out, like I loved your talk about X, Y, and Z. And when you, when you show up and you share your hidden secrets about the things that you've uncovered about life. Now you are going to magically start attracting this kismic line. Make sense? Yes. Okay. Now, your moon sign is your emotions, your inner world. Now, this is really important because a lot of us entrepreneurs, myself included, we get in these moments where, oh, I just kind of don't feel like doing this right now. <laughs> or... I'm overwhelmed. Which, which thing should I do first? You know, and we, and those are our emotions. Those are our emotions giving us cues. So you have your moon in the sign of Sagittarius. So what that means is every time that you don't feel um, that fire in the belly, you know, Sagittarius is a fire sign. Um, anytime that you feel um, 
insecure or that you're not like, or that you feel like you don't have enough knowledge. That's basically a sign of the shadows of Sagittarius. So when Sagittarius isn't performing, if you will, it's because her, the moon, your moon is out of sync. It's out of alignment. So what happens in this case is that when the, when the Sagittarius moon is, is, is in harmony, that's when you show up and you shine this moonlight of um, your philosophical findings, right? Uh, Sagittarius is all about philosophy, higher education, spirituality, travel, foreign culture, um, all those things. But she does it not in a Scorpio way because Scorpio is like digging in the deep. It's like she's like got her Scorpio's digging. She's got her glasses on. She's like. She's like an archaeologist. I'm looking for facts. I don't want to know what's going on. And, um, and she has a water element where it's like, how does this make me feel? Um, how does this affect my psyche? Where Sagittarius has a different angle. This is about accumulating knowledge in the, on the path to spiritual enlightenment. So when you, uh, whenever you feel that there's a fog, that the fire in the belly kind of is dimmed down. It's because there's a part of you that, um, that the moon is out of sync. So we have to look at this, the Sagittarius shadows anytime we don't feel motivated to move forward and be the teacher because Sagittarius is the teachers of the Zodiac. So anytime that you feel like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to get out there and share that. You know, like, let's kind of like imagine like, like Scorpio and Sagittarius, like hanging out and they're having like a little chit chat, like, oh my God, I just discovered this. Oh my God, it's just a crazy thing. I, you you got to talk about it. You got to go share it. And Sag is like, I don't know. I'm not feeling well today. You know, and Scorpio is like, come on, come on. This is going to be awesome. So that's how, you know, whenever there's conflict between Scorpio and Sag, it's like you're not able to get your message out because of the moon. So anytime you feel that, you know, out of harmony or confused or whatever, it's because we need to work on the shadows. We need to heal the shadows of Sagittarius. That makes sense. Like someone asked me, so what's holding you back? Why aren't you moving forward? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue. But it, so it I is. think... Yeah, I think Sagittarius, what it is, is that she's like accumulating knowledge. And whenever she, she, it's like she has to get the spark. There's got to be like a fire lit under her. Like it's either got to come from, you know, an enlightening experience. Because remember, Sagittarius is all about spirituality, um, all about like travel and really finding that, um, that, 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 that path to um, enlightenment. So there's got to be, when you find that you get in those moments, like, oh my gosh, I just like had a moment of, you know, I just meditated and like this crazy idea came to me. It's like at that moment, there's, that's a fire. That's basically either you journal about it or you literally turn on your phone and start talking about it. There's got to be like that inspiration. Otherwise, Sagittarius, if she's not inspired, she's not going to do anything. Got it. Okay. So. Let's talk about money for a second. So Saturn, 
we just had a Saturn homecoming um, in December. It's going to stay here for another two years. So Saturn is the father figure of the Zodiac. And he's basically like, he can be a thorn in our sides because he's all about discipline and efficiency and, you know, climbing the mountain and making sure that you've got a game plan. So anytime you don't have a game plan, he's basically like got his little He's got his little stick and he's like, come on, come on, like, let's do this. And when you resist, he did what he, so what happens is when you resist, he doesn't grant you the reward. So he's really based on, you know, this reward system. If you do this, I'll give you that. So when you don't do that, Saturn's like, fine, then I'm going to give you a challenge. I'm going to make it harder for you until you finally commit to that plan. So in this case, you've got it in the sign of cancer. It's a, I'm not gonna say it's super challenging, but cancer ha is, a, is a water sign. They're ruled by, um, they are ruled by the moon. And um, they also, their sign is the crab. Now, the thing about cancer that people might not know is cancer is a closet entrepreneur. Like they're not going to come out all bold like Taurus and, you know, Capricorn and, you know, those, those are Leo even. Uh, cancer is going to do it like in their own quiet little secretive way because that's kind of can Cancer's MO. So the problem is because Cancer is so emotional, remember, you know, she's ruled by the moon. So she gets very moody. She gets very emotional about things. And then she crawls into her crab shell and she goes and hibernates. So Saturn does not like this. Saturn is like, well, that's not going to do anything for anybody. You know, he's kind of like the strict dad. He's like, well, if you want success, you better get your butt out of that crab hole. You know, you better, you know, stop with this emotional nonsense and let's get this, let's get your act together. So there's going to be, you know, cancer wants to be like nurtured because it's like, you know, the mama, but Saturn wants to, you know, take action. So there's going to be a little bit of tension here uh, as far as getting cancer to come out of her shell, um, to feel, um, to feel, to feel like it's okay to come out of her shell. So until you do that, Saturn will not show you the money. Saturn will not show you the opportunities. He probably won't even show you the path because he's waiting for you to come out of your shell. Does that resonate at all? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Does it make sense that I feel like it would be awesome if I could just get paid in hugs? <laughs> like I'm okay with that, <laughs> but I'm crazy. Uh, my husband's like, you're nuts. I'm like, I know, but I would totally be okay with it. But what? I know it's not realistic, but I'm like, but it's a business. It's like, you got to make some money. I'm like, true. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. What's his sign? He is uh, Virgo. So Virgo. August 31st. Another, That's Virgo, right? Mm -hmm, another earth sign. Very practical. Well, it's yes. interesting because you have a, this is where it gets interesting because you have a Taurus stellium. And like I said before, with your sun sign, Taurus, it's, it's your secret sauce. So actually, Taurus really does overpower all these other signs in many ways. And even though Cancer kind of like gets wishy-washy and gets, you know, emotional and all these things, there's Taurus kind of right there to be like, come on, let's keep going. 
you know, come on, we're the bull. We can charge through this. We can get through it. So we're going to have to basically have, whenever, you know, you get to the moment of like, can I just get paid in hugs? That's when you got to go, hey, Taurus, I need you. Come on. You're like my, my gang back there that's going to hook me up. So we're going to have to call on Taurus in order to be like, okay, I need to get a game plan because Saturn's not going to hook us up until like we do this. So I've got, you got to use the energies that you already have prominent in your chart. So it's not, that's why I say it's not like a, I wouldn't say the Saturn, can, Cancer and Saturn is necessarily a, you know, unpleasurable um, planetary aspect because you have so much Taurus. Taurus will always steam ahead. So here's where we can make a deal with Cancer and Taurus. Like Cancer's like, okay, like I got to get my act together. I got to come out of my shell. I got to just get my, my feelings in order and all that stuff. And Taurus is like, okay, if you do that, and we can get this plan together, then we'll go take a spa day. So there's got to be some kind of like negotiation happening because Taurus in its own selfish ways is like, look, I don't want to work that hard either, but I know if I do, I'll be able to enjoy the fruits of that labor. So that's where they become like a team here. It's like, look, let's use the moon. Let's use your emotions and let's fuel that in our products and services. Let's sprinkle that stuff so that when we show up as Scorpio, we've got a game plan that maybe helps other people um, connect to how they feel and connect to their moons. So you got to start kind of like playing with these planetary aspects and, and having them team up together to work through those challenges, uh, especially when it comes to money as far as Saturn is concerned. We need a game plan. We need efficiency. We need you to take action. So Cancer's like, okay, 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 okay. You pull in Taurus, and then Taurus goes, okay, we've got the plan. We bring it to Scorpio. Scorpio shows up in the world, and she's like, look what I discovered. And then Sagittarius is like, look at what, what I'm going to teach you. So it's, a ver- it's all team. This is a one big team that is here to support you in this higher calling. Make sense? Yeah, I think it's finally starting to click. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about your north node and your south node. So this, they're polar opposites. And interesting, your gift, your natural ability, which comes from your south node, is in the sign of Taurus which kind of doesn't surprise me since you have so much Taurus in your chart. And then your north note is in the sign of Scorpio. Also not surprising seeing that you have one, two, three, four, four planets in the sign of Scorpio. So this is interesting here because your natural ability is Taurus, which Taurus rules the throat. So your voice, you know, I talk about the moon and Sag and the teacher, but it's actually your voice that is the gift. It's like the it's like a lot of really great singers. A lot of times they have the natural gift of Taurus because of the voice. So there is something if you're not currently letting people hear you, whether it's starting a podcast or a YouTube channel, it's not just writing. Like they actually need to hear your voice. There is a natural gift that is and that is magnetic to your kismet client in Taurus. So I'm curious, are you doing a lot of, you know, I don't know, verbal one-on-one sessions or do you have any kind of marketing where you're using your voice a lot? Uh, A little bit. I'm starting to get more into it now. Um, 
I'm trying to do more lives um, and then also doing like a private group where I, I called it Fill Your Cup Friday. So that's kind of like helping me use my voice. Um, so a little bit. So I'm, I'm at the beginning, I guess you could say. Okay. The other gift of Taurus is um, they're very grounded. They're very rooted. Like it's like that, like I, when I think about Taurus, I think of like the roots of a tree. It's what's keeping that huge tree, you know, go, growing and growing and growing straight into the sky. It's so grounded. It's the soil. So because Taurus is what? The second sign of the zodiac. So it's, it's in that very early maturation phase. So you are actually naturally gifted at the early foundation of a project. So think about it this way. Scorpio is your rising sign. And she's out there digging, 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 learn, understanding personality and human psyche and all this other crazy, mystical, occult, hidden knowledge kind of thing. Now, you're bringing it to your people. You're teaching it, like that moon and Sag. But it's Taurus that's going, let's, let's make it so it's digestible so that the people on the receiving end can understand it. And that's where Taurus becomes essential because Taurus knows how to logically break down complicated topics because that's what, that's what Scorpio wants. She wants all that crazy you know, knowledge that might be a little over a lot of people's heads. But because you have your South Node in Taurus, you're able to communicate it in a way that the average person, if you will, can understand it. So Taurus is very grounded, very earth, very down to earth, very relatable, um, and is able to break down um, concepts that might otherwise be, um, like I've been, like, let's say, for example, let me just give you an example here. Let's say that you were going to, Scorpio was like, oh, I got this crazy idea, Sagittarius. Let's teach this. Let's teach this. And Sag is like, okay, cool. Let's do that. But Taurus comes in and he's like, let's teach that, but let's teach it so it's more logical so that people could actually use it in their everyday life in a very, you know, foundational manner. So it's like you're here to help people create a stronger foundation for themselves. So that you, they, can, they can become the roots of their own life. Does that make sense? Yeah. So there's so, like, if you feel ungrounded, like you, one of the things you said when we first started, like, I'm all over the place. So all that's saying is that there's the root, the roots have not planted in the soil firmly it hasn't the nourishment from the soil the water the worms the whatever they're not being um nourished enough so part of our challenge you know as solopreneurs people that are building businesses around their higher calling is that you know the things that we're here to work it through in ourselves are also the things that we're here to help other people do. And now the reason behind that is because of karma, which I'm going to talk about in a second. So 
your, your big challenge here, Yvonne, is until I can plant my own foundation, I won't be able to help other people plant theirs. But that's your natural gift. So that it shouldn't be that difficult for you to plant the, the roots. It's a natural gift of Taurus. So there's something else challenging you because you're not being able to get that clear right now. So that challenge comes from your north node. Okay, so your natural gift is Taurus planting the roots, but your challenge is your north node, and the challenge leads you to your destiny. So your destiny, in this case, is in the sign of Scorpio. So Scorpio becomes a very important sign, which is interesting, again, because you have a Taurus stellium and you also have a Scorpio stellium. You have a lot of Scorpio and a lot of Taurus. And here they are together as polar opposites. They are polar opposites in, in astrology. So Scorpio, so your challenge here is to go deeper, deeper within you, deeper within your research, deeper digging on, remember the, the, and the analogy of Scorpio's out there like an archaeology. She's digging, she's digging through the dirt. She's looking for the, for the bones. She's looking like for, she wants to solve the mystery. And there's Taurus going, come on, like, like this is my gift. I know how to build, I know how to build something that, that grows strong like a tree. But Scorpio wants to dig and dig and it's like okay we'll stop digging because we got to plant the roots now so if you're not doing enough of the digging taurus can never grow can never plant the 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 roots because you keep digging up the root so the challenge here is potentially maybe you haven't dug deeper dug deep enough to satisfy scorpio because once Scorpio gets satisfied, now she's on a high. Now she starts to go towards her purpose. She's like, I, I discovered something that is truly igniting me. And what happens when Scorpio gets ignited, your moon in Sagittarius gets also ignited because the fire of Sagittarius is like, I want to teach that. That is blowing my mind. I want to teach that. I want to help other people build their tree on a strong foundation based on the things that I discovered when I was digging. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, like I feel like I, I, I still have, you know, some more learning to do and keep thinking, oh, I'd, I'd like to um, learn Reiki as another way to serve, um, you know, just different modalities that, you know, keep kind of popping into my head. I'm like, oh, that would be really cool to learn. I'm curious. Do you Maybe that's, your that's a ticker. Yeah, I want, do you give yourself enough, to, like when you map out your work week, do you map in like, like kind of longer periods of time for you to do that digging? No. Because that 
might be just a self-care ritual that you might like, I, I'm very similar because I have a Scorpio stellium as well. So I, it's taken me a long time to get here, but now I literally, it's almost, I would say it's almost half my day, Yvonne, that I, you know, I'll teach and I'll market and I'll do all that stuff. But the second half of my day is all the digging. And that fuels me so that when that, so when the next day shows up and that, that early part of the day, I'm doing all the marketing emails, all that stuff. It's like, I can share what all that, all that time that I'm spending digging. I can, I use that to fuel my lesson plan. I use it to fuel my marketing. I use it to fuel my inspiration, all that stuff. So it could just very well, well be that you don't give yourself enough time blocked out like hours blocked out where you're just digging yeah yeah I definitely I do block out time for self-care but it's just more for like just my relaxation and mm-hmm. kind of pull myself together from all things of life um but I hadn't really thought about expanded it to include more of, of digging just enhance my my business and get close to my purpose so one of the things i do that might be helpful for you is like like for me a lot of my self-care comes from my dig comes simultaneously, it happens simultaneously with my digging. Like for instance, like I'll take a flower bath and put like essential oils in my bath. And then I'll have my little, my little speaker with my phone that maybe I'm listening to like a law of attraction, like lesson or something, or I'm listening to, um, you know, binaural beats so that I can actually, you know, infuse some of the, uh, the inspiration into my work the next day. Or I'll, you know, maybe I'll lay out in the sun for a half an hour and I'll listen to a podcast. So I'm actually getting the, you know, I'm getting the vitamin D, I'm getting the relaxation, but I'm also still doing some research. Um, maybe not for all of it, you know, the relaxation, but I'm still infusing that learning and that digging into my me time. I do listen or do listen to podcasts and videos and whatnot um while i'm doing other things um just stuff that i need to do around the house Mm -hmm. um, or as i'm driving pick up kids and whatever and i use that time to feed my brain basically that's good (laughs) um so instead of relaxing it's more like i'm doing something else but i'm learning and it, it doesn't feel like Oh man, I got a full laundry, <laughs> but I'm learning at the same time. So like it right. goes faster that way. So, but maybe I need to add more in my relaxed time. Or just when you're like, for me, I, um, like, let's say you are folding laundry and you're listening to something when something like for me, it's like someone will say something and I'll like write it down real fast. So you might want to just, when you're like, take it one step further, it's kind of like, you know, as, as Scorpio's digging, you know, she's researching, she's listening, she's learning all that stuff, having a notepad right by you, even if you're folding it to stop and then you write down the thing and then you continue. So having that like journal or whatever, just to kind of jot down your discoveries that will also help you to retain your information, but it will also help you to create a lesson plan 
for Sagittarius. Just a thought. So Scorpio is basically the more that you can uh, harness that, that energy, if you can really nurture Scorpio and she's intense, you know, she is like, you know, she is one of the most trustworthy, but she's also, it's hard to change her mind. Like once she gets fixated on something, she really wants to go all in. So uh, we've got to nurture that because she's actually there to lead you to this purpose, which is going to lead me now to talk about your kismic client. Okay. So you have your 12th house in the sign of Libra and your 12th house represents your karmic debt, your limiting beliefs, your subconscious mind. Now, when we're talking about your higher calling and your business, the reason this is important because we all came to this planet, you know, with, with things to learn, spiritual evolution to take place, uh, karmic debts to work through. And in this case, you have it in the sign of Libra, which is also interesting because Libra is an air sign. She's also ruled by Venus, just like Taurus. So there's a lot of Venus energy in your chart, beauty, which is interesting because I know you do a lot of like holistic beauty stuff. <laughs> there's a lot of Venus going on. I mean, Venus might even be a planet that you might want to go down the rabbit hole and satisfy Scorpio and be like, I'm going to learn everything about Venus because there's a lot of Venus there. <laughs> so Libra is all about visual um, stimulation. She loves beautiful things. Um, she also has a tendency to lack commitment. Uh, she could get, because she's an air sign, she's got a lot of ideas, but she's not grounded. She doesn't know how to take those ideas and turn them into something. That's where Taurus has got to come in and be like, okay, okay, okay. Everybody's kind of leaning on Taurus for a lot of this, these areas here. But the thing about your karmic debt is that Libra has a tendency, and I hate using this word, but I haven't found a better word, to be more superficial or on the surface. Maybe that's a better way to say it. She's more on the surface. Like, oh, um, you know, this is the skincare product I use. So that, that's very exciting to Libra. But the shadow of that is that it prevents her from wanting to get to know herself on a more spiritual level. So there's going to be this debt for you to work out of taking, how do I take the surface stuff and challenge myself to, to explore the deeper realms of what it is that I'm interested in? So the interesting dichotomy here is that your kismic client is a Libra archetype. So she has a, she has a problem admitting to her feelings, admitting to her spiritual growth. She's very focused on going to the gym and getting her nails done and getting her hair done. Yes, she's actually gifted at that. But the shadow, which is the thing that she is avoiding, is the very thing that she will pay for. So while she's, and this is where it's just coming full circle here. When Libra looks at you, she sees Scorpio, which is so, so different than Libra. Scorpio is like, I got some crazy stuff to talk about. And Libra is like, oh my gosh, I just got like some new shoes. You know, 
So there is this intrigue. When she looks at you, she sees beauty. She sees Venus, but she also sees this really deep soul who's happy, who's at peace with herself. And, Li and Libra's thinking to herself, how do I get that? How do I get where she's at? And she's not even sure what that looks like. She doesn't know that it's because you got to swim in the deep end of the pool. She just sees you who's beautiful and vivacious and following her heart and, you know, is happy and has a business around what she's passionate about. And she's sharing all these really interesting, even strange things, but it's always going back to things that touch my soul. How do I do that for myself? So when she, when she sees you and you capture her and you captivate her, what happens is, is that you start to heal some of your own karmic debt around those all, also those surface issues that you struggle with. So they, they guys work together. Like you serving her as a client works through your karmic debt and it simultaneously works through some of hers. Because you guys are mirrors of each other. Oh, that's so cool. So, and we got to, the thing is, it gets a little tricky because we have to meet Libra where she is. Because if we just start, like, like Scorpio wants to get all nuts and stuff, you know, like really go crazy. But Libra is going to be like, uh, well, mm, like, so remember what I said about the foundation stuff. Remember Tor, that South Node, your natural gift is like taking those more complicated subjects and making them more down to earth, not so esoteric, more, more like the, let's plant these roots, Libra, so that we can grow your tree. But let, I'll explain it to you in a way that you can understand because she won't understand if you start using language that doesn't meet her where she's at. So that will be, you, you'll need to call on Taurus, you know, to make sure that, it's digestible, it's logical, you know, it's grounded, it's, you know, explained maybe in some metaphor, something, storytelling, um, you know, things like that. That will help her go, oh, okay, I get that. Oh, I could see how that could help me. And that, that, will, be end up, that will end up being what you teach. That will be that Sagittarius moon that gets fulfilled and lit up. And that will be the thing that you monetize that will, that will um, make Saturn feel happy. It will get cancer to come out of her shell and share how she feels. And it will lead you to wanting to dig even deeper and deeper and deeper and shed all these layers because as Libra starts planting her roots, she's going to need a lot of support. So this client will not be a, you know, oh, I bought a couple things from her and I'm done. No, 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 no. If you are here to plant the, the roots with her, she will stay with you. And then you keep unfolding all of these layers with Scorpio, dig, 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 dig. And, she, and then Taurus dumbs it down a little bit and makes sure it's digestible or whatever. And she stays with you and she grows. 
and she takes off of her, she takes off that superficial mask and she gets under the hood of her soul. Whoa. That is so interesting. It's like until I realize like or acknowledge my feelings, my emotions, that's when like a lot of stuff started coming up. And that's when I started getting more followers. Mm. So it's like, okay, I'm in the right path. Cause be, yeah, I, and it, that, that makes sense. I mean, that is who I was a few years ago, like into like healthy and, you know, fitness and going to the spa and like mm-hmm. beauty for sure. You know, like I'm all about like, I got to look presentable. Like I can't be like <laughs> looking frumpy. Like I, I can't handle that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, um, so yeah, like now to the next level where I'm at, it's like, yeah, like now I acknowledge, you know, these emotions and feelings and, and that's, and, you know, years ago or, you know, a few years ago, I wouldn't have understood where I'm at right now. And that's yeah, what that she sense. needs. She needs, she needs you to go talk, like, it's like, Vaughn, go talk to your Libra archetype three years ago and meet her where she's at. She thinks it's the gym or getting a boyfriend or, you know, getting her. She thinks these are the solutions, but every time she does that, she feels better, but it doesn't solve the inner problem. It doesn't solve the root. Mm. And Scorpio is like, let's get, let's get under the hood of the car. Let's solve it from the root. And Taurus is like, okay, Scorpio, don't get too excited here. Let's make sure it's still digestible to her. Cause we've got to meet her where she is right now. Wow. Really cool. So one last thing before I let you go mm-hmm. is I want to make sure that one, you've had a breakthrough and two, you have some steps. What are your, what's your game plan? Yeah, I I definitely feel a lot more zoned in now. But yeah, like, I mean, I did feel all over the place, I guess, because I wasn't sure like how to keep moving forward if I was moving forward in the right direction. So yeah, this totally makes sense. Like, how am I going to go about definitely plan out some more uh, videos talking about more about you know, the emotion, the path, that path that I have been on, just expressing my emotion, what I went through, and being more vulnerable. Mm. I think that'll, can, I'll be able to connect more and, you know, definitely share, you know, the beauty stuff and, you know, all the stuff that I'm into, you know, non-toxic stuff and whatever, mm-hmm. which um, I'm in. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do more videos. I feel like people connect more. Yeah. Well, they need to hear your voice. Remember the Taurus? Right. Right. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Yeah. They'll hear my voice as I do the videos and they can see me and make the connection. And that's you getting cancer out of her shell, which only excites Saturn to bring you those opportunities, those people, um, those new clients. And then you've, you know, share all of those you know, deep, if you will, deep, dark secrets of Scorpio. And you make sure that you've got that next step of what, you know, what is that paid product that you are here to teach that you can, 
you know, once you've captured them, make sure you've always got a game plan. Saturn's like, okay, you know, get on, you know, Facebook Live and what and talk and share your story, but make sure you've got the next step, which is what are you going to teach? You know, where do you want to lead them after that talk? That's the thing. That should be meeting Libra where she is and planting some roots for her so that she can start this journey to grow her tree. Awesome. Incredible. Well, I know this has been a lot to take in. You have a pretty <laughs> intense chart, you know, with, with, you know, Scorpio and Taurus, which is, it's very compatible because they are polar opposites. They, they fill in the gaps where each other lacks. You know, Taurus, you know, is, needs more um, pushing in the spiritual realm and Scorpio needs more of that grounded, you know, earth realm. So that's a very harmonious position that you've got here. It's just now about, you know, how do we take those two planets and appeal to Libra? And, uh, and I think at this point, because you know who you were three years ago, you can talk to that person. Like, are you going to the gym all the time? You know, are you doing all these things? But you still feel like there's a deep part of you that is not satisfied. That's where you start with Libra. And she's like, oh, well, how does she know that about me? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, this has been amazing. I want to thank you so much for, you know, sharing and being open to this process. Is there any final questions that I can answer before I let us, before we sign off today? You know, I, it just came up in my head. Sometimes I feel like I want to perfect everything that I put out there. And sometimes that's like the thing that's keeping me back. It's like, no, it's got to be perfect like this perfectionist side comes out and um, I'm not sure where that, where that comes in, but I, it like, it, it came up as we were talking. I think that's your moon because if that's how you feel, you know, like, Oh, I don't feel whatever. There's something about your Sagittarius. That's not like, she's not fulfilled. You know, there's like either, you know, it's like I see travel, you know, it doesn't even have to be far, but like, you know, going on a long hike or something where there's um, it's something to ignite the fire because, I, you know, when I hear perfectionism, obviously I, I think of Virgo, but it could just be an over, um, it could be because of your Taurus stellium, you know, being too logical, being too like, I don't know, like all the ducks aren't in a row, row kind of thing. And it's kind of suppressing the fire of Sagittarius. So I feel like very strongly that um, there is a part of you, a part of Sagittarius that she hasn't really been fully unleashed. Because perfectionism is just a side effect of either I don't, I don't feel worthy to share this information or I don't think it's good enough or I'm not good enough. There's like a, a self-worth thing. And, you know, Sagittarius is, is very powerful energy. So I feel like on some level, the, the moon, you know, whether it's doing a, a full moon ritual or, um, or honoring that Sagittarius by um, enrolling in a higher education class or something that's going to um, just kind of let her flap her wings and fly. I feel like she is the part of this equation that 
that is kind of being just um, not ignored, but not magnified enough. Interesting. Awesome. Thank you so um, much, Angel. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope this was helpful. I mean, there's a lot to take in. There's obviously a lot of planets, but if you think of it in terms of they're all just hanging out at a party and they're all trying to figure out the big master plan and how everybody's going to have their role and, you know, what role are they all going to take on in order to help this Libran, Libran archetype, you know, dig deeper into her soul and find what truly is going to um, unleash her magical superpowers, if you will. Uh, I think that's the big thing. As long as we, as long as you always keep in mind that you're here to serve that Libran archetype and every moment that you don't serve her or that you think it's not perfect enough is another opportunity for Libra to stay also stuck in trying to be perfect too. So you have to lead by example in order for her to, to heal that in herself as well because you're a mirror. Beautiful. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm going to let Love you, it. you know, sit on that. I'll send you the replay, you know, let it, you know, maybe over the weekend, just like have some self-care time. This could be somewhere you take some notes and I'm sure in the next like 48 hours, some other things are going to surface. We can always talk about that in the inner circle and kind of brainstorm on, you know, next steps for you. But I want to thank you. And I want to thank our audience for tuning in today. I know we've got some occult, we've got some cult followers going on. I, I lots of people have been uh, sending me, uh, you know, screenshots on their Instagram and all this stuff, just loving this podcast. So I want to thank you, Yvonne. I want to thank our listeners for uh, tuning in and sharing it with their friends and family, um, people that are, you know, curious about their own higher calling. Uh, we are all here to do very specific work and the, uh, the closer you get to what that looks like, the more that you're able to be of service to other people and get out of our own way so we can, you know, truly improve the consciousness of this planet. So thank you, Yvonne, again. I appreciate your time here. Thank you so much. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.